Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of We Miss Sports, a.k.a. Sports But Louder. Yep. yep. Well, I've been thinking of a new name, or not a name, but a catchphrase. Let me know what you think about this. Um, so imagine if it was, you know, whatever the name is. We'll figure out a name at some point. But it was Sports is a Business. Let's talk about it like one. Wow. It's not bad, right? Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's true. We, we talk about it like it's a, a horse race. In reality, it's an intricate machine. A lot of inner workings, Lots parts of that are parts. moving. Yep, yep. Well, what, uh, what, are, what about uh, what are we talking today? Yeah, so we'll talk Kyler's big contract and his uh, his homework clause. Yep. Um, Babysitting. Some NFL streaming. A um, little bit of college football. All the conferences are messing around. XFL is coming back. NFL Plus just launched today. A um, little bit of live golf news. That's always fun. Um, we're going to talk about the world's craziest sports because those are interesting mm. to say the least. Um, but yeah, what, what else you got? Anything? No, I think you, you pretty much touch on everything. I mean, you strategically didn't mention the Jalen Brown trade. Rumors, I forgot about but that. But I think it's important that you didn't because I, I think the leads are dead. It's cold in the They're water. They're merely rumors. Yep. It, it was re- merely meant to rile us up and, uh, boost up KD's trade value as if he needed any help. Yeah. So... That's that's behind us, uh, Jalen. We hope you don't go. Yeah, extremely. Um, but why, why don't we start with Kyler? Let's start with our man Kyler. So Kyler Murray just signed a two hundred thirty million dollar five year extension, hundred million dollars guaranteed. Which that is ends a lot up, of money. Ends up being forty six million dollars a year, but it is all contingent on him doing his homework. Yep. So, uh, like you mentioned, Kyler's got basically an unheard of clause within his contract that stipulates that every week, uh, at least during the season, excluding bye weeks, he will spend at least four hours uh, studying uh, material that is provided by the club to him. So it's not like a do-your-own-studying sort of thing like we had back in the good old days. Instead, this is, here's a packet, uh, report back to us with your findings. We've measured it. We know it'll take at least four hours to get through this. I wonder if they're going to test him. In practice. I mean, you know, it, it seems like, obviously, it's a head-scratcher all around. Um, you know, they, they mentioned, to your point, um, or maybe not to your point, but they mentioned that you can't, you can't be watching TV, you can't be playing video games during this. Like, what does that tell you? It just, it doesn't, I don't know what it tells us, but it certainly sparks a lot of questions, right? right? Like, why was he not watching film? Why is this even a conversation in the first place? How much how film did, was he watching before? How did they bring it up? Right. Is he making that poor of decisions on the football field? Is he kind of just doing his own thing? Is he, is he above watching film? Why did they think that was an okay thing to put in a soon-to-be publicly available contract? Right? I mean, this is going to stick around with him for the rest of his career. So he's either going to be the guy who doesn't do his homework... Uh, I mean, that's actually that's the only option. It's basically how I imagine Cardinals fans are thinking about it. Right. I mean, it's it just, it's weird all yeah. around. I don't know what to think about it. I mean, on the flip side of the coin, you don't give that much money to somebody who you can't trust to win you games well, at the end of the day. So are these two things mutually exclusive? At, I the, mean, end, at the end of the day, it is his job. Right. And maybe, and if the Cardinals think that this is a part of his job, then you got to do it. I, I wonder if other uh, GMs and uh, front offices out there are going to get any funny ideas. I mean, dude, if you were someone who was about to take a substantial pay bump, would you, and they, but they asked you to work um, four extra hours a week, w- would you agree to that? 
I mean, the short answer is yes. Uh, obviously, different in like the real world, but in sports, to your point, he is uh, he's already expected to do this activity. So it's not like they have asked him to do something that's strange or unheard of. Right. I mean, the fact that they're mandating it's unheard of, but he should already be doing this kind of already. So to him, I imagine they're probably thinking like, all right, look, uh, we we are we either already do this and now they're just like putting it into contractual language. I should be doing it, and this is my reminder. Or I don't do this, and maybe this is an opportunity for course correction. But in a, there's another world where I mean, think about it. The other 29 starting quarterbacks probably are already watching film, and I'm assuming Kyler does as well. Yep. So uh, to your point, yeah, it's probably like a, you know, do you deal with the shame of uh, the world-famous hosts of We Miss Sports talking about your contract. Yeah, you deal with it in the short run. But, I mean, overall, like, I don't think he cares. Brink trucks are coming up. Bank yep. accounts looking healthy. Well, it's funny. I actually saw this the other day. But So he obviously was drafted by the Oakland A's and elected to, you know, play professional football instead. He's now making more money than the entire Oakland A's organization. Say, one, say he made the right move. Another one of those. You watch film and baseball? Probably, yeah. I think you got to be a student of the game, right? Yeah. Um, so like where the the pitches land, and yeah, study your study your swing yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. Well, you know, on that same subject, we uh, now that we're a research pod, we kind of took the liberty of looking at other uh, interesting clauses in sports history. Um, so I've got a couple, Noah. I'm, I'm sure you have some as well. But um, I'm going to start with Ozzy Schreckengast. Um, this is a catcher. I believe, uh, played baseball back in the early 20th century. We're talking 1907. Um, And he had it written into his contract. Um, Actually, let me give you some context. Back then, uh, you know, this this is a star in his sport, but it it wasn't necessarily uh, stardom like it would be today. So uh, Shrek, as he was called, um, basically demanded that uh, the person who he was bunking with, because they had to share rooms back then, would not be allowed to eat animal crackers in bed with him on the road. Um, so that is Rube Waddell was his pitcher. And Guy must have loved Despicable. munching on animal crackers. And that was the last straw for Shrek. Nobody wants crumbs in the bed. So he needed it written in the contract that, you know, that guy can't do it. If anything, just ask for another roommate. <laughs> that would have been this. Maybe, maybe he was superstition. He didn't want to you know, break their bond or their chemistry. It wasn't friendship ending. But something had to be done. <laughs> right. Yeah. It had to get in writing. Um, and then you got uh, Giuseppe Reina, um, who I actually didn't look to see what sport this guy does, which I probably should have done. I'm assuming soccer. I think it's soccer, but I don't know. Um, sport aside, he had it written into his contract in 2002 that every year his club would build him a new home. But wow. the devil's in the details, because what the club actually did was just provide him a little Lego house every year. No way. And they weren't in breach of contract. That's great. You know, that, th- that's the best lawyer on the goddamn face of the earth. Yep. That guy's d- providing some real ROI yep. for, for that club. Yep. Um, and then the last one I have, this one was just kind of comedy. Rick Meyer, uh, quarterback, once upon a time, had it written into his contract that he would be paid all of his money um, up to and including the end of the world. Meaning he had it written in that no matter what happened in the world, he would be getting paid. So in a doomsday scenario, his club would be legally obligated to continue sending in those paychecks. So only in the event of the earth exploding, he's not getting paid. Even or then, even he, would then. Be, he would be legally... <laughs> right, he'd be owed yeah, the money. Right. Um, 
So the one interesting I the one interesting one that I have was Ray Slim Caldwell. He played baseball back in the 1920s, mm-hmm. I believe. And you know big, that's kind of prohibition. That's glory days, yeah. really. But he was a big drinker, despite oh. prohibition. Wow. And so instead of saying no, Ray, you can't drink, they basically scheduled drinking into his pitching rotation. So he'd pitch. He was allowed to go out that night, get fucked up, or he's allowed to go out that <laughs> night, get drunk. And then the next day, he wouldn't even have to show up to the ballpark. The next day, he would do cardio. He'd run or bike. And then the next day, he'd get ready to start again. Wow. And just do that week by week. I, I mean, he must have been a damn good pitcher if they uh, signed off on that he one. He must have been a damn good drinker. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, Kyler, it's certainly by no means the strangest clause on this on this list, but it's certainly uh, out of this world look, for 2022. Look, like you said, at the end of the day, it's a conversation sparker. It, it, it raises more questions than it answers. Um, I mean... It's overall just strange. It's the only thing they're going to be talking about on, on Media Day. Oh, 100%. Sure. 100%. 100%. Um, but, you know, NFL's coming up in two weeks. Yep. Um, but along those lines, um, the NFL just launched NFL Plus, formerly known as Game Pass, but now they switched to NFL Plus, which means you can basically watch any out-of-market game for either $5 a month or $30 per the year, which feels kind like a, a steal yeah. if you don't have cable. Right. I mean, if you are only interested in the NFL, I mean, 30 bucks is fairly reasonable. It's a couple hours of work maybe Two sandwiches yeah five hours of work on the federal minimum um but regardless yeah i mean it's the, the rebrand is, is slick too if you ask me they put the blue uh plus next to nfl now those guys that's style right there but no like you said when you run through all everything that it comes with i mean would i buy it no but do i think it's reasonable yes are they paying us to say this no so these are our honest opinions but um I'm sure they ran the numbers, and you know, enough people will surely be interested in it to, to buy it, right? Yeah. Unlike baseball, those uh, dungeon keepers over there making it impossible to watch sports. We were trying to put the socks on the other day. Like, couldn't. Fun fact, actually. The, the MLB was the first uh, league to get on streaming yeah. back in the day, but now they fumbled it. You, you know, quick rant uh, just on that point. Leagues should be uh, thanking their lucky stars that people even bother to engage with them sometimes because like for example that same example i just gave of not being able to watch this baseball game what do i really care about baseball but if i wanted to watch baseball it would take me about five seconds to find some website online streaming baseball maybe slightly delayed for zero dollars and zero cents in fact you can even say that the price of paying for wi-fi included i could go to a random mcdonald's and do the same thing there right so it's like why have all these barriers when an alternative does exist that you don't want people to go do? You know, they should just make watching sports free, make it, make cable free, make it all free, make MLB plus free, whatever. Complete accessibility to sports, drive interest, and then make all the money on attendance and, and, and merch. Maybe that would go up to balance it out. You know, that would just be a, a fan's dream right there. Um, but while we're still in the NFL, do you have anything else on NFL plus? No, no. Well, while we're still in the NFL, which, like you said, is coming up, it's kind of it's been a while. Um, but uh, Julio Jones, he's a Buccaneer. No shit. Yep. 
Wow, I you missed didn't know that. that? Oh, I, I didn't know that. It to you. Yeah. you just broke news to me. Wow, yeah, yeah. Well, dude, you know what? So I, I use that new setting on the iPhone where it's like focus mode. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really see any of these notifications that come through my phone. Oh, and that's wow. how I would kind of get all my news yeah, before. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. That's he's, sick. He's going to be catching balls from soon to be 45-year-old Tom. Damn. Yeah. That's a that's a sick duo. Yeah, I mean, stay healthy. Julio led the league, I believe. Oh, well, since t- you know how they invent these stats to make them convenient. But since 2014, Julio leads the league in receiving yards. And then Mike Evans leads the league in receptions. Now they're on the same team. That's going to be well. They didn't they lose somebody in the off season. Well, they still have Godwin. They still have Godwin. Damn, you know the, they're they're loading Tom up to make one more run. Yep, yep. Um, but that's all I had. I mean, I'm looking forward to them. Uh, I'm always rooting for Tom. Uh, he has seven now, though. So at this point, you know, it's truly just yeah, yeah. Um, but also on the NFL, the NFL streaming rights for Sunday ticket are about to expire and they're going to get a hefty amount um, from one of these big tech companies. So they're formerly owned by DirecTV, but now it looks like they're going to be trying to get about $2.5 billion from the likes of either Amazon, Apple, or Google. I mean, we've said it before, those companies piss money. So this is a, in many ways a drop in the bucket. But I mean, when you think about it in business terms, access to the market, most popular sport in the country... Uh, surely, you know, Amazon and Google want to continue keeping people in their ecosystems. Or sorry, uh, is it Amazon and Google or is it Amazon and uh, Apple? Amazon, Google, and Apple. Oh, all three of them. Yeah, I mean, all three of them have, like, uh, great interest in keeping you in their ecosystem bubble. I mean, iPhones, Macs, AirPods, you got... Amazon Prime. What else does Amazon come with nowadays? Music. Whole Foods. Video. Yeah, Google. uh, Healthcare. Drive. (laughs) Yeah, so... It's almost like uh, you know, these three companies that are kind of in everything, trying to now get into uh, what's dearest to our hearts. I mean, it was only a matter of time, right? Sports is a, sports is a gold mine. It always has been. It's the like, only live event that people really care to pay for yep. these days. Um, and they have all the money in the world. And when Bob Iger said it, former CEO of Disney, when you're going up against people that just don't play by the same financial rules, like you're not going to win. Yep. So only a matter of time. Yep. Who do you think comes out in the end on top? The interesting one is Google. I think if YouTube TV all of a sudden had um, NFL Sunday ticket rights, I think that gets real interesting because YouTube TV was already kind of winning that fight. Yeah, and they uh, sponsored the NBA Finals. Yeah, yep. and that was yep. seamlessly. People forget. Um, last on uh, football-ish news, why don't we talk XFL? They announced uh, new teams, yeah? Yeah, so they got Arlington, Houston, Orlando, Vegas, San Antonio, Seattle, St. Louis, and D.C. And DC. Yep. Um, you know, those are, you, those are just a list of cities to me in, in many ways. Um, They're probably going to have some ridiculous names. Right, right. I mean, there's three teams in Texas, I think. Yeah, something like that. Um, what, is, it, is it stadiums? Is that how they're doing it? I don't think they're big enough. I imagine they rent. Well, yeah, yeah, not saying that they own stadiums or anything, but it's not like one of those rotating sort of leagues like the PLL where they just like move from city to city. Like, oh, yeah, I think they'll like travel, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool. Um, I, I didn't watch much of the, uh, what was the, the league? Spring Spring League, is that what it's called? There's another, US, US, USFL, one of those. Did anybody watch that? I think we watched one game because did, didn't we have a Boston team? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, I don't think or so. There wasn't one, so we yeah. picked up another team. Right, but, right. yeah, I mean, The Rock. They let us down. The Rock and some of his pals, they picked it up for 15 mil back in 2020. Bargain. I imagine they'll 
spin something up, right? Live golf's a, a pretty good blueprint I mean, for making something interesting. How I see it is, and you know, I don't have any numbers in front of me, just spitballing here, but football is gigantic. Uh, presumably, those places that they pick teams, people are big fans of football. How much, you know, how hard could it be to get people interested in watching football that isn't NFL football? I mean, obviously, it's incredibly hard because. Nobody seemed to be able to crack this code, but you got the rock behind you, right? That man's an entertainer. I'm, I'm hopeful for their future. They survived the pandemic. Because weren't they supposed to be kind of like pre, like before the pandemic, it was supposed to be the XFL. I this is like, delayed in many ways. Yeah, I yeah. think it is delayed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll see. They've, they've tried before. Yep. They, they, again, they just got to, and they have, this time around, they have that deal with the F- NFL, though, where they're going to like experiment yeah. with rules right. and, and helmets and well, whatnot. Well, really what they should agree on is that if this fails, they're done. Give they, it up. Yeah, retire the XFL brand, bury it, don't try to bring it back. Except that the NFL is, yep. is here to stay. Yep, yep. Um, well, speaking of the XFL, you know, we're kind of doing some seamless transitions here. Um, talking about other rival leagues, Live Golf is making some noise. They per are... Huge. They're, Live Golf is saying that they're going to implement a promotion and relegation system next season. Yeah, I mean, it, the, this wacky league continues to get wackier. Um, I believe the way promotion's going to work uh, is mostly centered around like somewhat of like an amateur tour um, kind of where, well, not just amateurs, but amateurs and pros, like a lot of them, uh, will have an opportunity to enter Live. But then I believe the bottom four finishers at the end of the season are removed from Live. Um, so I like it, you know. But pretty straightforward. Even if you're getting relegated, you're still getting a boatload of cash. Oh yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and then you just get an opportunity to come back and try it again. So you know, it's cool. You know, people in America have been begging for for some kind of promotion and relegation system for years. It's a system that makes a lot of sense. Yep. It should definitely be a thing in the MLB. Um, I think the the uh, MLS has been thinking about doing it for a little bit. Well, the MLS has got like a lot of. Uh, Lower tier teams now. Well, dude, the, the the best thing about live or the best thing about this kind of thing for golf is that there are just so many golfers right. that you can do it and you can kind of have this tiered system. So I'm kind of excited for yep, it. Yep, I'm all for it. Uh, live just continuing to follow our uh, instructions. And I think maybe, they listened to an earlier pod. And you know, maybe it'll uh, juice up some of the guys that are kind of just there for the money. You know, nobody right. wants to get relegated. Nobody no. wants to get. Nobody wants. You know what it is a real thing? Nobody wants to get kicked out. Of making all that cash. Right. Nobody wants to lose and out. They, you can't come crawling back to the PGA after uh, shunning them the first yep, time. I yep, don't think yep. they're going to open you back with open arms. And, I mean, the, the PGA is now seeking they're, – they're, they're crawling up to the White House to try and get some, some legal action yeah, against these they're, guys. They're, they're taking it to the big house. They said they like good, clean competition, but this, is, this has gone beyond yeah. that. <laughs> they're, they're fed up. Yeah. And, I, and I hate to slander the PGA because Jay Monahan, he's a UMass guy. He's a UMass alum, PGA commissioner. No, you know what? They're, they're facing a, a challenge that, you know, obviously they're seeing is threatening. You know, it, it is threatening, uh, the amount of money that they got behind them. But I think the PGA will endure. Um, maybe it's an opportunity to see if they can do things differently, right? It's an opportunity to reinvent. Yep. Yep. Um, cool. Well, where to now? I guess since we're talking about money, um, should we talk NIL? Yeah. So the NIL, so I mean, we've been talking a lot about NIL on here, but recently 
there's a whole, um, there's a lot of schools that have signed up for this NIL general manager program, including like Cincinnati, LSU, Oklahoma State, basically where they hire a NIL GM and that person like makes sure all the NIL deals are in compliance, helps procurement of those deals. Answers questions. Yeah, just essentially an agent right. <laughs> for lack of a better yeah. term, but it's like in-house at a lot of these big, big schools. Yeah, no, no gigantic take on that. I mean, I think it's kind of inevitable, um, or was going to be inevitable. That first year of NIL, I believe, was somewhat of a wild west. The NCAA uh, didn't do anything. Uh, the government didn't want any hand in it. But I think now we're going to start to see the beginning of uh, institutionalization of NIL. Um, rules coming in, regulations perhaps coming in, um, standards being set. Um, for these teams that are st start uh, schools that are starting this program, I think that's a great recruiting um, aspect. You know, not only can you make a boatload of money at our school, but uh, that person's going to get you all the deals. You don't have to lift a it. finger, right? So, I mean, we're we're pro nil pod. Well, the one interesting thing is that a lot of the schools that were listed, it wasn't any like the big big schools. No. Those schools, all the kids just feel like just have real agents, right? Right. So yeah, it's like going after kind of like the middle of the pack Power Five schools mm. that. Obviously, the kids are really talented, and they can make some money, but yeah. they're not going to be making $9 million. I, I want to know what's in it for the company. Because isn't it, uh, from what I heard, it's a, it's a company that already kind of uh, works with a lot of the Power 5 schools that is essentially uh, spearheading this new right. initiative. I want to know what's in it for them. It ain't goodwill. It's, it's a lot of cash. Yeah. No, nobody's looking after the, the well-being of young athletes. Forget right? about it's it. It's all about the cash. Yeah. Um, Speaking of cash, uh, McGregor uh, just got offered, Conor McGregor was just offered a boatload of cash uh, by Mr. Floyd Mayweather for a potential rematch. Um, in terms of exact numbers, um, I don't have those, but I believe it was somewhere of like 160, no? Yeah, so they offered, so Mayweather's camp offered Conor McGregor's camp $157 million yeah. for a rematch of that fight, but this time it's not going to be an exhibition. No, official. it's going to be an official fight. So if Mayweather loses, that would tarnish his 15-0 record. Right, and Mayweather um, is continuing to sort of fight. So he's he's been staying somewhat in shape. He's he's you know his most recent uh, event was sparring or was uh, an exhibition against his former like old sparring partner on like a helipad. Uh, he's had some other sort of bouts recently. He fought Jake Paul not too long ago. Is it Jake or? Logan, whichever Jake, one it was, yeah. Um, McGregor, on the flip side, though, recently, or not recently, his last fight, he broke his leg. So he's recovering from that. This fight wouldn't be slated until, I believe, March uh, of 23. But, you know, my money is going to be on Mayweather in this. He's claimed once again that it's going to be his last fight. Obviously, we've heard this before from him. Do I doubt it'll be his last fight? Kind of. Um, but... Overall, I'm sure it'll draw a lot of eyes. The last time they fought, it was like the second most watched thing on TV. Um, so, you know, high hopes for the, the next time around. Yeah, I mean, and keep in mind, whatever McGregor makes, Mayweather's probably going to make twice that. Yep. So apparently this event, this rematch, will be like in total probably gross over a billion dollars to various parties, Well, I think which is ridiculous. The, the undercard, too, um, is going to be Gervonta Davis and Ryan Garcia, who are, uh, you know, it's going to be an excellent fight in its own right as well. So uh, 
I'm sure it'll happen. A lot of money's involved. Who can say no to that much money just for stepping in a ring? So Yeah, I mean, the, bit, the, the thing about these big boxing fights, like, I'm not a boxing guy. You're not a boxing guy. No. But big boxing fights, for some reason, really turn out like the casual sports fan. It's it like, just, yeah, I'll throw in a little money for this paper. Yeah, Why it not? just makes you want to eat wings or something. Yeah, you know? it's, a, it's a reason to gather people together to watch something. Right? Yep. It's like the Super Bowl. Um, imagine if the Super Bowl was pay-per-view. That would be... That'd be insane. It'd be garbage. they probably make so much money, though. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Um, where to next? Um, so you have something? No, no, it's just, it's just funny that the transitions. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, we were nailing them for a little yeah. bit. Um, what I do want to talk about is, so FanDuel is opening a 24-7 betting channel. Wow, that sounds really healthy for um, a lot of people. Yeah, and I think, you know, a lot of different companies are trying to do something similar to this. You know that was our idea first. Can we put that on the record? No, it was our idea. We did. Granted, we, we never said 24-7. We will idea. be suing. Yeah. But um, all, oh, scrub, scrub that out of the record. Yeah, I just admitted. We're, we're, uh, but I think they're trying to steal some talent from some other stations. I don't know. What do you, what, you think this will go well? You think people will watch? <laughs> people will watch somewhere. But what I really think, sorry to cut you off, but no. what, I really think this is just a channel that, will just solely live on casino TVs 24-7, yeah. no. like sports bars. No, that was exactly what I was going to say. I went to, um, where was I? It was at MGM Springfield. Um, or actually, no, no, it wasn't MGM Springfield, no. It was uh, Encore here in Boston, Boston Harbor. And um, I'm not much of a gambler, so I actually did spend most of my time in the sports lounge, which I believe was brand new. I think that is new, yeah. yeah. And it's just a bunch of gigantic screens. At the time, it was the uh, NBA playoffs, so I was watching, I think, the Timberwolves play-in game, or maybe it was a first-round game, whatever it was. Um, but no, I, I can picture it now, that 24-7 betting channel, just right there. Casinos don't close. I mean... It, I doubt many people are going to be putting it on their televisions at home. Unavoidable. I mean, you know, that I feel like that's something you watch either with your uh, gambling friends or by your lonesome. That's not family television right there. Yeah. I don't know. Nobody ever wants to, like... I feel like who actually, like, takes advice from people on those television? I feel like people our age just go to, like, Twitter, right. social media to get oh, betting it, tips. Oh, it would be, like, people talking, right? That's the thing. Yeah, it's, like, oh, it's, like, it's like just, like, betting talk like shows. Lines. Yeah. Oh, you should do this, you Endless should do that. Oh, that, my God. Yeah. That sounds asinine. Um... But do I think it'll be a success? That's a no-brainer. I think it will succeed. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious about how they measure success here. But, I mean, if they're if the main draw is to just get people betting on FanDuel as opposed to DraftKings, well, now they've got something that DraftKings don't have. Anything gambling related will, will be all right, yeah. I think, for the next 10 years yeah. at least. But what I do want to talk about is... Um, so I was looking up this list of, like, the world's most bizarre sports... Mm. And it's um, interesting, to say the least. So have you ever heard of something called Buskashi? You know, uh, vaguely, because I believe uh, I can trace its origins to Afghanistan, but I don't know the rules of the sport. So what, what Buskashi is, is... Um, so Buskashi is the national sport of Afghanistan, and what it really? entails is many men riding around on horseback trying to steal a goat's head from one another and throw it into a chalk circle now on is, the ground. Now, you just said many men. Is there, um, uh, are there rigid limits as to you know, how many people are on each side? Is there time associated with this? Well, score? it says right here it could be taken as a game of polo, but without the sticks and balls, but as fierce as American football with all the violence, kicking, bashing, and sometimes even shooting. Wow. Crazy sport. Sometimes shooting. Yeah, sometimes. Not, not all the time. 
So what Bukhshkashi is, it's the national sport of Afghanistan. And basically these guys ride around on horseback and try to catch a goat's head and throw it in a circle. So they, they use this goat head like a ball? It's, it's very sorts. violent, as fierce as American football. There's mm. kicking, bashing, shooting. It's, it's very you know, all it over the place. It shouldn't be hard for us to find um, footage of this. I hope it's not easy for us so. to find <laughs> footage of that. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's Buskashi. Um, have you ever heard of something called chess boxing? Um, yes, I actually have heard of chess boxing. So they, they do a round of chess, and then they, and then box. they box, and, and then, then they do another chess. round of chess. Yeah. yeah. Um, it takes a particular individual, I think, to get involved in that. And then there's the fairly famous cheese rolling. You drop a thing of very expensive cheese down a mountain. Everybody runs after it. Now, I don't want to be the sport police here, but we got to draw a line somewhere. What about this as a sport? I don't know. It's, but it's a dangerous it's activity It's very expensive cheese is what I gather. Well, you know, nobody's rolling down there for uh, Bluebell. And then uh, you have shin kicking. <sighs> um, once again... Not to be sports police here, but who, why, when? Fairly straightforward. If, if, if shin kicking is a sport, thumb wrestling ought to be a, a sport. No, I mean, thumb wrestling has more of a reason to be a sport. There's um, strategy there. Shin kicking, I mean, like, can you play defense? <laughs> Are there shin yeah. guards? Um, and then extreme ironing. I think we've talked about this before, but that just involves you iron clothes in a ridiculous location, whether right. that be on top of a cliff, mm. on top of a wave board, I in wonder an how you get all that stuff up there. Well, that's the sport of it. Yeah. I mean, you got you to maneuver in, in any way you can. You yeah. got to bring the iron, it some seems hot like a water. Hassle. You ever just like, sometimes you, like I brought my wallet here and I didn't need my wallet, you know, and I feel like that's a hassle. Yeah. And I didn't climb any mountains to get here. No, it's very true. Um, so that's all I got. Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything uh, else either. On the docket. That All was right, a, a we're going to wrap up early. Short, short, short sweet, concise, but, but it was a good episode. Yep. We'll see everybody next week. All right.